Hello and welcome again to Arises from Spain. This is Elena, your hostess. Welcome again to March Horizons from Spain. For this month, oof, I have a lot to talk about. I will start talking about Goya's Awards and um, later you are going to listen to an interview I made to an Italian director that was assistant director to Dario Argento, the third mother. Also, a lot of different reviews, the short of the week, a little Lina Romay special and also Miguel Iglesias Bond's special. But before starting, let me remind you that I have an email added that is horizonsfromspain at gmail.com and also remember to check the website for the latest news that is horizonsfromspain.wordpress.com and now let's listen to the trailers to the Goya's uh, awards winners and let me tell you a little about them. There's only two moments in a man's life. One's when he leaves home. And the other one's when he returns. following me for days. I need your help. I can give you your money back, but it's hidden. That's why they're after me. How much money did you steal, Eduardo? $50,000. Yeah, well, that's $25,000 for me, then. I thought if I was going to die of old age, I might as well go back home to do it. But hell, this seems like as good a day as any to die. I'm glad I'm with you. Butch Cassidy himself. We are not gonna die, old man. Está cerrado. Sírvale una copa al señor inspector, hombre. al inspector que vio a un hombre vestía una chaqueta marrón y el pelo largo un hombre oscuro busco a Rochid 300.000 euros 
Hace tiempo que la mayoría de la cocaína entra en España por la vía africana. Somos un coladero. Se llama Santos Trinidad. En 1997 mató usted a una persona. No nos está permitido hablar de los operativos en los que hemos participado. Es malo trabajar para tanta gente, Roche. Que en inteligencia exterior se hicieron cargo de un caso de estupefacientes. Celulos yihadistas radicales. Terroristas. Rock and roll. The big winners of the Goya's Awards were first No Habrá Paz para los Malvados, that is a thriller by Enrique Urbizu, that is based on 2004 terrorist bombing in Madrid, uh, where police ineptitude prior to Madrid's uh, 2004 terrorist bombing. Um, um, the main stars are Jose Coronado, Rodolfo Sánchez, Sancho Sorri, and Elena Miguel. Well, this movie is totally amazing I, I watched it yesterday it's a kind of um, mixture between uh, American thrillers and also Italian ones you know like Umberto Lance's uh, police ones in which uh, the main character that is perfectly performed by by Jose Coronado goes uh, into a really <laughs> strange web of different uh, different events um, And you don't know if he's a bad, good, or whatever. He has a lot of uh, great moments. Um, and I cannot tell you anything else because I don't want to to really uh, spoil this. Uh, the only thing I can tell you is that um, Jose Coronado is the police inspector, Santos Trinidad, that gets involved in a triple murder, to, but there is a witness that managed to escape and could incriminate him. Um, he begins uh, a kind of investigation to find and kill him. At the same time, we have uh, a judge called Chacon, that is a woman, who is investigating the triple murder and goes looking for the murder, but seems a simple case of drugs. Uh, but uh, she's gonna find that it's something, something really more complicated than this. I really hope... Uh, This goes uh, to to the American market. Um, for the moment, it has an American name, an English name that is called No Rest for the Wicked. It was premiered here in, in Spain uh, on September the 23rd. And okay, if you have the chance to to see it, uh, don't miss it. The uh, he he received the Goya Awards for the best uh, film and also for the best actor and many others that I, at this moment I cannot remember, but are technical and so on. And um, the other movie that uh, was one of the winners was uh, Blackthorn, that is directed by Matteo Hill. And um, it's a kind of western that uh, surely is going to be premiered there in United States. It haven't happened yet because uh, the trailer was in English. So, huh. and I haven't uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. And um, it is said that we are set in Bolivia and we have Batcazli. Um, that uh, nowadays called himself Blackthorn, pines for one last sight of home and adventure that aligns him with a young robber and makes the duo a target for guns and low men alike. So, 
I think that it's going to be quite quite classic. I have seen the trailers and I have seen different you know videos and it looks really really good. Uh, I couldn't go to the theater to watch it, but I'm going to rent it for sure. In it uh, you're going to find uh, San Sefar and also Eduardo Noriega that is a favorite of mine that uh, you might remind, uh, remind him from Aminabar's thesis and um, when I watch it I will let you know <laughs> and uh, also Eva that uh, the one of the robotic girl we talked about before in the CTS special uh, got a lot of different different awards the one that didn't get all the awards uh, he wanted was Pedro Almodovar's one. I'm not a fan of Pedro Almodovar's. So I can't understand any of his film. I don't know if I'm going to try to watch uh, The Skin I Live In, La Piel Cabito. Um, but uh, I also have read uh, very negative critics. I don't know what to do with this one. Uh, this one is a movie in which we are going to find a brilliant plastic surgeon how to bypass tragedies and creates a type of synthetic skin that withstand any kind of damage. His guinea pig is a mysterious, um, uh, a mysterious woman who holds the key to his obsession. As I said before, it's directed by Pedro Almodovar and the main stars are Antonio Banderas, Elena Anaya and Jan Cornet. Pedro Almodovar once quitted... <laughs> The Academy, the Spanish Academy of Cinema, because uh, he thought that he was not receiving all the awards he wanted. Um, in this case, when he has come back, <laughs> he only gets about two or something like that, so he must be very angry. Uh, if I get to watch it, I, I will let you know. And that's for the Goya Awards. Uh, there were a lot of different awards, a lot of different things, like, for example, Silvia Pascal, if you remember, um, he suffered from a stroke. Um, is now doing great. He was there introducing one of the of the prizes and so on. So we were really happy to see her. And that's all from the Goya Awards. Now let's take a break, listening to little music from the skin I live in, and I return with something totally different. Normal. Normal. 
Hello, horror fans. I'm Jeff Beeching. I'm the host of the RadioDentata.com show Kitchen Sink Radio, and you are listening to that Spanish siren, Mistress Elena, and the Rondo Award-nominated podcast, Horror Rises from Spain. And if you know what's good for you, you'll keep listening. And now, let me introduce you to... My guess of the month, let's say, lately it has been of the week, but <laughs> now is of the month. So, my guess of the month is Davide Mellini. Oh man, I hope I, I, I gave the, the Italian accent your name needed. So, Davide, or Il Signore Mellini, <laughs> Since I'm uh, studying Italian, I, uh, people can't understand me. Okay, let's concentrate on to do, into this. Uh, Davide is uh, a director of short movies, uh, Italian, of course, that nowadays is living here in, in Spain, and that I get to see two of uh, his uh, two movies that are called, one is called Puzzle, and the other, The Sweet Hand of the White Rose. And that I found totally amazing. In the first place, puzzle is a kind of, it's very short, about five, seven minutes, I think. Sorry, I cannot remember right now. But it's um, mm, a short movie um, that has a lot to do uh, with nightmares, with uh, dreams, and I will say with lutefulty atmosphere. I'm not going to tell you anything else because I, I, I will speak the story. I know what's happening lately that I'm spoiling all the stories. <laughs> but I, I highly recommend you to, to watch it. It's um, on the site, uh, just um, next to, oh, well, below all the information about this show. And then we have the Sweet Hunt of the White Rose that uh, is also filmed in a very Italian way. And it's the story of two different people that crossed into each other. I say cross, not come across. And it is a very interesting, uh, especially in the way it is, um, it is told. Um, and it's also next to puzzle on the site. Mm, anything else? Just listen to the two trailers of puzzle and the sweet hand of the white rose. And you can listen to my interview to Davide that apart from being very nice with me and with us, has a very cute Italian accent. Hello? Yes, tell me.
How did you start working on the cinema? I have to say that uh, I have grown in the cinema world because I have an uncle that works in there since 30 years. I started to visit him while he was working and I love this world from the beginning. For me it was incredible to discover what there is behind the movie. I was like a kid in a fanfare. Step by step and very slowly I started to study this world and around 12 years ago I wrote my first screenplay. I continue to write, write, write uh, until I directed my first short film in 2006. The first short film by you that I watched was The, the Puzzle, in which a woman refuses to give money to her son despite of his continuous pressure. One night she decides to relax and for her head troubles with her favorite pastime, that is making puzzles, or as the Americans say, saw. However, these simple table games has something strange that uh, all the things became a nightmare. Where did you get the idea for, for that? Oh, this is a very difficult question. I don't know exactly when I write, uh, write a story. I don't wake up uh, in the morning and think about writing, because uh, if I do that, uh, the story isn't good. I have to feel free and my mind has uh, to fly. The inspiration came along uh, to me and entered in my brain like a small flame. Day per day I feel uh, this flame uh, growing until uh, become like a fire. And when uh, is a fire, in this moment, I understand that I had to write. I had to say that uh, this moment are fantastic. How did you do it? I knew that uh, I only had one night to shoot the film, so I began uh, to study three months before the shooting day. And uh, at the end, I knew all about the camera works, the lights, the music. I knew exactly the edited film in my mind. I have uh, to say that I shoot uh, without any problems. It's been very easy. After that, we spent only three days to the post-production. What are your main influences? I don't know. I love every kind of movie, horror, drama, comedy, fantasy, with color or in black and white, with sound or without. The cinema history is too big to know who can give you the influence. There are too many directors 
Veteril Laika. Which are these uh, two main directors? Oh, uh, John Carpenter, Dario Argento, there is uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, there is Charlie Chaplin, uh, oh, there is uh, Bertolucci, the Italian director, there is Fellini, of course, there is uh, Vittorio De Siga, his mix, his mix. Very Italian, very Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. More would, or less, more or less. We will talk about Argento later. Um, we were talking about the first story I watched, and now the second was The Sweet Hand of the White Rose, that is a very yellow one. I mean, that's uh, kind of very full if I can say that. Um, were you inspired by Italian horror classics? No, no, like I said before, I don't know what can inspire me. Lucio Fulci, Mario Bava and Dario Argento are the most important directors of uh, terror in Italy. And uh, I am Italian, so I want, I don't want, I think uh, there are a little bit of them uh, inside me. It's uh, normal, I think. Is this our movie still shown somewhere? No, after two years I had to say stop, uh, thanks to this latest film, but I had to think now to my next film. What can you tell us about it? I wrote the, I wrote the story on 2007, and I, the idea was talking about the street accident and try to analyze the driver behavior. It's a drama movie that also teaches the fantasy and the terror. We spent uh, four months for the pre-production. We shoot uh, in five days uh, in eight uh, different locations and we worked uh, more than eight months in the post-production. In there I have a lot of problems, particularly with the audio. The truth is that I trust some people that didn't do nothing. They were very lazy. After many months uh, I was that uh, I was in the time with them, Uh, I put them, them uh, out of the project and I give uh, all the job to a professional sound designer that is a friend of mine. He worked very hard directly from Rome. We did the premiere uh, on the 8th of April, just uh, 12 days before the final of the Malaga Spanish Film Festival, in which the short was selected for the final. Oh, great. What awards did uh, with your Sir Movies get? Um, the shorts uh, have been screened in lots of international festivals and they won several awards. But I believe uh, that the most important thing uh, is uh, that both of them received the great reviews around the world. It's amazing when you see that your film goes to Italy, Spain, uh, America, South Africa, Denmark, uh, I don't remember now, uh, England uh, and uh, Germany. I love show my job to the people and of course uh, a movie can like or not, but the most important thing is that we worked in there as 100%. I would also like uh, to highlight the great work you all do in both movies, but I really enjoyed the music. What can you tell us about the composers? Um, yeah, um, two different films uh, and two different ways to create the music. Uh, in the puzzle, the soundtrack uh, has been composed by the Italian band Visioni Gotiche. They were born uh, on 2007 and they usually play dark and metal sounds. The music of The Sweet End of the White Rose uh, was instead created by Christian Valente and uh, Ivan Novelli. 
they are no any band. Christian Valente is a professional sound designer that has a school of sound, and in there he teaches. Mm -hmm. Apart from these two movies, have you directed any other short movies? Uh, yeah, in 2000, uh, 2006, uh, I directed two short films. The first one was uh, titled The Extreme Love. It was a thriller, but uh, I don't have any problem to say that it's a amateur film. It was the first time I was working behind the camera, and I didn't know how much it was difficult to realize something from uh, the screenplay. The second one is titled The Screenplay. It was a pure horror film. With this one, I start to see the things in a different way. This short isn't perfect, but I consider that is the first professional movie I made. Mm -hmm. where, can, where can we see your movies? Oh, um, you can see only the puzzle and the sweet end of the white rose uh, are available in internet. Both of them are YouTube, Vimeo, and on Facebook. So, to the audience, if you want to check these two movies, go to YouTube for Vimeo and just uh, enter the, the name of the short movies. Also, I will try to upload them to Horizons from Spain website so everybody can watch them. So, I cannot continue to tell you the truth without asking you about La Terza Madre, the Argento movie you work on. What did you do there? <laughs> I work uh, on the movie like one of the assistant directors. And what uh, is working with the master like? Uh, it's been a fantastic experience. Like I said before, uh, Argento is uh, one of the most important terror film directors in Italy. The best thing to do is see him working and try to understand his mind. Films like Suspiria, Inferno, Deep Red, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, or Fly on Grey Velvet are famous in all the world. And uh, I'm really proud to see Dario working in the set. Do you have any anecdotes of this? Yeah, I remember the sequence in which a boy destroyed a car with uh, his baseball bat. While he was in action, a Chinese guy, a Chinese guy ran to me and, I, and they asked me, why? He wasn't loud because his face was too funny. He looked at the man while he was destroying the car and he cannot believe. He thought it was real. After explaining that it was just a movie, he started to like it as well. But uh, was incredible in space. <laughs> Um, I have to admit that uh, I love uh, La Terza Madre by Argento. It's a movie that has not received uh, a lot of very good critics, but I think it's a very good movie by Argento. Nothing to do with uh, the latest that is called Yellow, but I quite I quite like it. So I was very surprised when I find out that you were part of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what are you working on now? Uh, actually, I'm preparing my next film that I should shoot uh, in the next year. The way will be, uh, will be very long and difficult, but step by step I'm making some progress. Anyway, now it's too early to talk about this new project. But what can you say to us? Is your next film similar to the latest ones? Mm. I can say that after the puzzle and the sweet end of the white rose, I need to shoot a new film. And uh, I need to improve uh, myself. Uh, I have to continue to grow, to grow, to grow. I'm really hungry, hungry about uh, cinema. 
the new movie will uh, be completely different of my latest one, this is sure. Can we say that maybe it will be more influenced by Spain, as now you are settled in Spain? Uh, who knows, who knows, <laughs> no, all depend, all depend. Uh, uh, now I can say nothing, because uh, <laughs> I've certain, for example, uh, you know, the, the location in there... Uh, I had to, to think about how the camera is going to move uh, and the, I had to build the movie step by step. Maybe, maybe, who knows? Okay, thank you very much for being today here on Horizons from Spain. It was a pleasure. I wish you a lot of luck with all your projects. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure as well. For me, it's uh, always fantastic. Uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk about uh, a little bit about my films. This music you just have listened to is part of the soundtrack of the movie Los Perversos Rostros de Victor Israel. I think it's called in English The Evil Faces of Victor Israel. It is a documentary that uh, is about uh, the life of Victor Israel. What are you listening on the background? <laughs> is Valdemar, of course. I don't know why. Every time I need to record, he's eating. Okay, let's continue with uh, the evil faces of Victor Israel. That, as I say before, is a documentary that is directed by David Pizarro and Diego Lopez and is produced by Area Visual SL. Um, the screenplay is by the two of them, David Pizarro and Diego Lopez, and it was edited by Alberto Calveres and Ana Batalla. And um, in it, um, we are going to find different people talking about uh, Victory Israel. For example, you are going to find uh, Pepe Lifante, you know, that uh, is an amazing actor from here, from, from Spain, that has made a lot of different things. Javier Aguirre, the director, you know, Carlos Balaguer, Fran Baña, that sadly passed away some weeks ago. Oh, we are losing a generation. Uh, Sebastian Darbo, and uh, Jordi Grau, for example, and many others, and also some voices, um, voice clips from Victory Israel. And... Um, so a lot of many interesting people are, are there. 
and it offers us a total view of the different works uh, he made from noir cinema, comedies, exploitation. Uh, wow, amazing! Is uh, divided into different uh, chapters. Uh, every chapter is dedicated to different faces he had. Um, I've been researching and I've been asking and for the moment there is no possibility of English subtitles. I know a lot of you are fans of uh, Victor Israel. So for the moment, although you know or you can Spanish, you are not going to be able to watch it. I'm very sorry about it because it's, I think it's a very interesting one. Okay, it's not, uh, you are not going to find a lot of creativeness uh, here. It's very... It's, it's, I think it's um, like made for television and I think it's the typical documentary but uh, the topic is so amazing and also the music and the people that appear and so on that I think it's, it's worth watching it so I hope I hope that soon you can you can watch it with, with the subtitles for the moment I have no news that is going to be screened in, in any place I think it was made one year ago or two years ago and it was a screen in different festivals but for the moment I think everything is, you know, stop. And I don't know what they are going to do with, with it. But okay, it's a good one and is my one of my recommendations for these horror races from Spain. Sort of the Week by Rubén Iñiguez Pérez. So, in this case, Rubén has brought to us a short film by Emilio Martí López called Desanimado. We can say the translation will be obsessed. And um, Emilio Martí López is, uh, uh, has a degree in uh, arts and he has been working in different projects, uh, you know, of animation, especially the ones related to video art. Um, in 2011, he makes Desanimado, a short film that has started in a pretty, pretty good way. And he re it received, sorry, the, an award uh, from the Festival of Short Filming of Alcobendas. And since then, he has received many others. Uh, including the Audience Award of uh, Alcine Festival. 
Um, this animado is a comedy uh, that makes uh, animation with real image uh, in which uh, a cartoon tell us, uh, you know, the his thoughts, uh, how isolated he, he is, because there is no one similar to him. And it's a very original idea and also it breaks with what he's been doing here. Um, Ruben says that in the short movie world, this uh, originality is not something to take into account because not a lot of creative things are done. Um, Ruben also says that this animado uh, tried to be apart from the precious making and, um, and tries to conquer the audience in the last minute. Something very conventional that... Um, tries to give us a story that uh, sometimes can remind of Woody Allen. strikes fear into the hearts of innocent people. The morgue receives the victims of the blind dead. There's no escape from the blind dead. They are the Templars, devil worshippers, a death cult that has risen from their thousand-year-old tombs to begin a horrible reign of terror. beautiful young girl is trapped by the evil forces. No one is safe from their curse. They're coming! human sound in the ancient cemetery brings the evil creatures from their tombs. The Templars perform their sadistic rites. A virgin is sacrificed in a blood ritual. fiery death for those who can't escape the blind dead. Coming soon from your cemetery. And now, let me continue talking about uh, the latest fanzine that I have read. Um, that is called Monster Wall, and in this case, it's a special about Mediterranean zombies. <laughs> because they are celebrating the 40th anniversary of the blind dead. 
in it that is amazing written and wow it's a really joy of reading it sorry it's only in Spanish <laughs> okay the fun scene is um, directed by David Garcia and many of the writers you are going to find there are the are David Garcia, Jesús Romero and uh, many many others as my dear and love Jesús Bernal and you are going to find more information about this fan scene and these publications on the website mundomonstro.blackspot.com let me spell mundo m-e-n-d-o and monstro m-o-n-s-t-r-e-o okay just in case you are not familiar with the spanish okay in this uh, issue of uh, monster world we are going to find a revision of the zombies on Spanish cinema, an interview to Jorge Grau that uh, was uh, published uh, time ago in other in other fanzine, if I'm not wrong, okay, but uh, it's a very interesting one. Jordi Grau is always interested to read. Also, Pepe Elefante, Pepe Elefante, that is, um, you know, the, the person of the month, <laughs> because it's everywhere, um, writes about serene um, experiences and m little memories he has from these movies. There is also a special article about the soundtrack of uh, The Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue. Remember that my new intro is part of it. And there is also a very interesting article about Italian zombies. So... If you like zombies, if you like a Spanish horror, it's something that you must have. I know what I saw and it was a definite living creature in that water. Absolutely couldn't have been anything else. The Lupins had a huge commotion in the loch. So we stopped the car, got out, and uh, this huge object the size I would describe of a bus flipped over, just absolutely flipped over in the middle of the loch. And that's all I actually saw, but I definitely saw an object. It was definitely something. Whatever you like to call it, I obviously would call it a monster.
as long as there are people looking at Loch Ness and seeing things they don't understand, that dragon will live. This is Jane from Vinyl Record Talk on Radio Dentata. Here in California, my co-host Norm and I spend loads of time digging through crates of vinyl. But I always make sure I listen to Rondo-nominated Horror Rises from Spain with Elena. She's someone I'd love to play centipede with. Hell, if she weren't so far away, I'd get some rope and I'd hang with her. But until Elena and I manage to get all bound up together, check me out on Vinyl Record Talk Live Tuesday evenings on Radio Dentata. Go to www.radiodentata.com for current times and listings. Thank you, Jane. <laughs> okay, you are listening to some promos of Radio Dentata host. Apart from the that I love their shows, uh, you know, Jeff and also Jane and Norm shows. I have to thank them because they were really, really nice with our rises from Spain and they still are. So, and they are sending beautiful messages to me and to the audience and to the show. And um, before I continue, let me tell you that you have uh, the song you have listened is from one of my favorite bands that is a secret Commonwealth. I will talk about them little later okay so now let's concentrate into the sad news that have just um, cure happened here in Spain uh, the first one was the death of Frank Braña and um, also we have uh, wow a terrible loss Frank Braña's one was terrible as well in this case uh, we are dealing with the death of Lina Romay Lina Romay as you may know is a uh, exploitation and horror actress that uh, okay was born here on the 25th of June in 1954 uh, she was uh, called Rosa Maria Almiral Martinez but his uh, you know nickname was Lina Romay and she was the, the muse and, and also the the wife of Jess Franco and she suddenly passed away on the 50th of February of 2012 after I really, you know, we didn't expect those, uh, those kind of news because uh, she was feeling well, but uh, they discovered she, she had cancer and she, she died instantly. And it was a terrible loss for, for her and uh, the exploitation cinema here in Spain. Um, Romain, he was born in Barcelona and um, she studied arts and she married. Uh, the photographer and actor Raymond Hardy and she started acting in uh, state productions. 
Sivigan appearing in just Franco's films from the time they met in 1971, so if you have noticed, they lived together for a long time. She appeared in more than a hundred feature films, most of them directed by, by Jess Franco, and um, most of them were adult porn genre, but she also starred in many horror, comedy, and action adventure films. Um, she appears in the Barbara's Contest, or as is known as Female Vampire, just the Reaper, as assumes the Black Mazes, the War, Bar White Dolls. She has uh, admitted to being an exhibitionist in interviews and many of her x rayed films involved as sex and lesbianism. And she took the name of Lina Romay from the actors and jazz artists of the 40s. It's very sad news. And also, I think we all are worried about what's going to happen to Jess Franco. Um, I am not an expert on exploitation, uh, not uh, in porn, but uh, I have seen some movies with, with her. And she was amazing, very beautiful, and, and so on. And I have to say that I met her some years ago in a kind of lecture Jess Franco gave. Um, I found her so, so nice. And all the people wanted to take pictures with her and just Franco and she was, she was always smiling, being with the fans and so on, and it's a terrible loss for, for us. Let's listen to the soundtrack of Female Vampires, a kind of little tribute to her.
now more sad news. The other one who passed away mm, last week was Miguel Iglesias Bones, that is a Spanish horror director, well, Spanish horror comedy and so on, many, many, many different genders. Um, he was the director of La Maldición de la Bestia. Uh, it's called The Course of the Beast of the Wolfman versus the Jerry. Yes, many, many names. So we are going to listen to the Nazi introduction to this movie that appeared in the DVD collection. Sorry, it's in Spanish, and obviously it's impossible to put subtitles here, but also we are going to listen to the voice of, of the master for a little. Um, what can I say? He was 96, so he was very old. He he was born in 1915, and he was working for for the cinema for a long time. And uh, Manuel, oh, sorry, Miguel Iglesias' uh, latest appearance was in The Man Who Saw Frankenstein Cry by Ángel Agudo, you know, the documentary about the life of Nazi. Let's listen to Nazi speaking a little and, another, and also to another trailer of uh, Miguel Iglesias' movie that is called Barcelona Connection. La Maldición de la Bestia es una película de aventuras. Pero una película de aventuras con un licántropo dentro. Y lo que todavía... Es una mayor pirueta, también con el Yeti, con el Hombre de las Nieves. Es una película donde los malos son muy malos. El jefe de los, de los bandoleros que atacan a la expedición es Sekarkan, un mongol. Y la película tiene un regusto a aquellas películas tan interesantes y tan divertidas de Fu Manchu como por ejemplo aquel serial titulado Los tambores de Fumancho. En esta, como ya verán, ocurren infinidad de aventuras, de situaciones, hay momentos realmente terroríficos, hay momentos realmente espectaculares, hay princesas malvadas, hay esclavas buenas, hay torturas, torturas chinas, aunque sean mongoles. En fin, es una película muy, muy, muy divertida, que me valió el premio de interpretación, por cierto, en el Festival Internacional de Sitges. Yo espero que pasen un buen rato con ella. eres tú? Soy Paloma. Él ya me conoce. Me manda Silvia. He venido para traerle un mensaje. Vaya. ¿Qué te pasa? ¿Tú eres Tomás Montero? Sí. Tengo que darte un recado. Sí, ya vale. Vengo de parte de Silvia. ¿Qué quiere de mí, Silvia? It's time to go once again. What, what can I do? I'm not going to be here talking for about three hours. <laughs> that can be very boring <laughs> for you, yes. 
Okay, remember that for Rises from Spain I've been nominated for the Round Awards, so if you want to give me a vote, just go to Round Awards website and follow the instructions. Also, some friends there like Dr. Gangreen and the guys from the Nasikas are nominated, mm, but in this case we are in the same category, so <laughs> it's gonna be difficult, but okay, I will be happy if they win. Uh, I won't kill them. Oh yes, ah, who knows? Um, okay, <laughs> I also want to wish you a very happy St. Patrick's Day that I know is celebrated in a big way there. Also in Spain we celebrate it because we love to import festivities that involve love of alcohol. Um, <laughs> so happy St. Patrick's Day and also I want to wish you to the Father's Happy Father's Day. Yes, I know it's getting crazy, but Father's Day here in Spain is uh, on March 19th. So you can celebrate it uh, both yours and ours. So you have double presents. And that's all. Uh, happy St. Patrick Day. I'm going to dedicate you a song for this uh, day that is from the Secret Commonwealth. That is the one that I love the most. Uh, that is difficult because they are so great that I couldn't just choose one song. But this is for the day. So if you are, if you like the Secret Commonwealth, I think, uh, well, I think no, I know they are chewing on uh, different parts of Tennessee so just look for them on Google or on Facebook on Facebook they are quite active so look for them on Facebook and you will check the different dates also maybe they are performing outside Tennessee but I don't know a lot of geography not even of Spain so just imagine other parts <laughs> I'm just joking so if you are lucky enough uh, to have them play next to you Go and see them. I really wish I could because I love them. Through craggy hope there runs a rail Where the mist lies heavy when the moon hangs pale If it's on a walk you're bound to go There's secrets in the mist you ought to know For when I hear that train my mind goes back To the legends that grow along that track The blood that spilled upon that ground And things that die that don't lie down But the glowing In the days of the wild train robbing bands Bandits grabbed a local switchman They said raise your red light way up high That train better stop or you'll surely die Well this honest man tried to fight him back But they shot him and he fell onto the track The train rolled safe through the Tennessee hills But the switchman was chopped up beneath its wheels Now if you see a lantern and you hear a moan And you see in the glow his broken bones 
If the light is green, no harm to you. But if it's red, then you got some praying to do. Yeah, the glowing bones of Craggy Hole. I love the stories on that part of light. It's the very still that comes to my mind. friend was Charlie Dane We were walking back late from a high school game We saw the tracks and like friends would do I got an idea and he got it too We bet we challenge we double dead Each swore the other would be first scared We took to the tracks with taunting words Passing back and forth the tales we Swallowed up by the mist And then we saw what we never thought could exist Those bones in a light as red as pain I was so damn scared I never heard the train Charlie called to me but I was frozen cold Then he pushed me and down a bank I rolled The train roared past as I lay on the ground I looked for Charlie but he wasn't around And you know that Charlie ain't never been found Yeah, the glowing bones of Craggy Hole Of all the stories on that haunted line It's the very worst tale that comes to my mind Yeah, the glowing bones of Craggy Hole Of all the stories on that haunted line It's the very worst tale that comes to my mind So if you walk in the craggy hope line at night And ahead on the tracks you see a light If you don't see a pile of glowing bones It's just me coming to bring Charlie home Yeah, the glowing bones of craggy hope Of all the stories on that haunted line It's the very worst tale that comes to my mind It's the very worst tale that comes to my mind It's the very worst tale that comes to my mind And nothing else Just remember to check the website horizonsfromspain.wordpress.com And uh, remember that I have an email at you where you can send whatever you want, you want comments, uh, anything, any requests, or whatever. That is horizonsfromspain at gmail.com. And that's all for today. I love you all. Bye-bye.
Thank you.